in this virtual world, but stay motivated. If you have your goals in mind, like keep your goals what they are. Never change your goals. The path might change, but don't change the goals. Stay motivated. Continue to do what you do and just make it to the end. People in the streets, let's get out and tell somebody what's going on in the world today. What's up, Mustang Nation? It's your host, Madison Neal, your Junior Director of Communications. And I'm back with our last episode of Mustang Moments. It's finally coming to an end, and we're back where we started with our President and Vice President. And today, we're going to end this leadership series about talking about cultivating leaders and leading, leaving a legacy. So, Tati Azaria. I don't know. How y'all doing? Hey. And so we could just jump on into what's the important part of cultivating leaders just in any leadership setting? Um, I can take a minute, Zari can wrap it up for us, but the most important part of cultivating leaders is making sure that the organization you're a part of can sustain itself after you leave, after leaders you cultivate leave, after their leaders they cultivate leave. We an organization just can't be ran and based off one person. It has to be ran and based off multiple people and um, really morals and values of the organization that's embodied by those people. And going off what Tati's saying, as we all know, the common saying, leave something better than you found it. It's so important to cultivate a leader because you're taking the person and helping them grow and kind of nurturing their skills and the different qualities that they have. So like Tati's saying, when we're leaving something behind, it's important that we have someone that we can fall back on and there's someone who can pick up what we're leaving. And which leads into my next point, out of your four years of SGA, do you have any experience where you were cultivated as a leader? Yes, actually recently. Um, so for freshman, sophomore, and junior year, I was the director of student activities and I was comfortable in that position. I was good, I was set, I was on eboard as long as I was in the process of making things happen, I was good. And then, as y'all know, Tatiana came along and was like, hey, will you be my VP? And I was like, um, I don't really know. That's not my comfort level. That's more of a you thing. I don't know how to feel about that. Um, but over time, I decided to step into the role and I can really say that Tatiana has helped me to become a better leader, to help me build and strengthen my leadership skills just by stepping into that position. And so looking back on that now, I'm glad that I took that step and took the initiative to be vice president to Tatiana. And just going based on what Azari said, iron really does sharpen, sharpen iron. So Azari has cultivated me as a leader to be a more um, intuitive leader, aware and more personable leader to the student body and the e-board. That's Azari, she's all about love. 
I call her a little soft, but she has made me a little soft over four years. But our our high school experience has called me as a leader. Every class, every teacher, good experience, bad experience, it has made me the leader I am today. And I'm grateful for it all. Even in the um, midst of COVID and how we've done SGA virtually, even when sixth semester, half of us went back to school and we did it in sort of a hybrid model. How are you able to not cultivate, how are you able to cultivate not only our new members, but our freshmen into the leaders they are today? Honestly, it is harder to cultivate leaders in this virtual setting. To me, it felt like I was constantly on someone. I was constantly blowing up their phone. I was constantly calling them, texting them. And there'd be no response. And it was just con a lot of emails. And it'd just be like, well, whenever they respond, I'm here. And it took me almost six months to get to that relationship with, especially a freshman who they don't know you. You may seem a little, they just may seem a little scared to even talk to you. So just developing that role to them. With other eboard members, it was easier, mainly because I've known them, they've known me, but we're stepping into a different role, a different relationship. Um, and then with my seniors, it was kind of harder because I'm friends with all the seniors, so kind of just separating that personal work relationship and just um, growing and learning from each other. Azari, do you have anything to add to that? Yes, like what Tati's saying, with the freshmen, having them step into this virtual world, coming to a new school, a new environment, it was so hard to kind of develop that relationship with them, something that we already had with all the members on eBoard. So we had to work extremely hard to get the freshmen on board and help them not only navigate this new virtual world in high school, but also this extracurricular of SGA. I do think what a lot of people miss in this virtual setting is that the fact that Azari and I had to cultivate ourselves. We've been on SGA for three years before this year, but we had to change our leadership style totally. Um, and it was, a, it was a hard transition for me because I'm like, I'm not sure what to do. I knew what I planned before this, but now we're in this pandemic virtually. How do we cater to students virtually? Is it okay if we don't reach all the students? And so it's a lot of um, questions I had to ask myself and hard insight to give myself. So we did have to cultivate ourselves, which was really hard. And I think people miss that because people say like, oh, y'all cultivate other people and y'all are cultivating the student body, but we had to sit there and cultivate ourselves. Facts, especially um, as the school gr has grown, y'all have had to shift and to adjust. I remember like in previous conversations, it was only y'all and just like two other people in SGA. So I can really see how in the midst of helping others, you had to be there for yourself as well. And as we shift the conversation in regards to legacy, what does it mean to leave a legacy in your own words? I think leaving a legacy to me is when I leave East High School and I leave this SGA this year, I don't want people to remember my name, but I want people to remember um, the, the lessons I've taught, the hard talks I gave, the values of leadership and the values and the memories of leadership I gave. If you don't remember Tatiana Pope, that is okay with me. But if you remember, you should always be grateful. If you remember, you should always communicate. If you remember those things, it would mean much more to me than just remember, oh, that's what Tatiana taught me. You're like, oh, I don't remember who taught me, what you call taught me. But you're still saying thank you to people who you have served, but also people who have served you. That's all that matters. And if you also remember, good morning.
and the meeting is adjourned, but inside joke for another day. <laughs> Azaria, what is your meaning of legacy? Uh, leaving a legacy, just leaving something that holds value and actually has power in what you're doing. So for East High School, East Houston Academy, um, our legacy is something that we hope that every student who goes to that school stands by, something that they will remember, like Tatiana is saying, if you don't remember the name, at least remember what was done, remember kind of the value that it had, the influence that it had. And just my last question, how do you feel that, how have you left your legacy here at East High School, like specifically? And how was the process getting there? I say, just being the founding class of the school was something enough in itself. So kind of setting the bar, setting the tone, going through the trial and error every day freshman year and just kind of building something up to senior year now says enough in itself about our legacy that we have, me and Tatiana. Um, for me personally, I would say just my leadership and the different things I've been involved in at school is something that will be a part of my legacy at East. Building my legacy here at East, I would say, has been a long time coming. Is it? It isn't anything I um, consciously did. It's just something that came to happen. I think, like Azaria, leadership, SGA, all of the activities. I'm hoping that will be carried on for years to come. I come back as an alumni and as alumna, and people will be like, and I'm like, oh yeah, we did that. We started that. But also, some of you may not know that I am really involved into the recruiting process at our school. And so our legacy, my legacy is also shown in the students who are there. So the class of 2025, I still consider them part of my legacy because I've helped recruit them and um, help them come into East and learn more about our Mustang family. And then the classes before that, I've recruited them and helped them come to our Mustang family. And so to leave that legacy behind is huge for me because I've kind of just molded and shaped our student body before they even got to East. Um, but also like Azaria said, the academic legacy, we're the founding class of T-STEM and we're really, really setting a bar um, to be like, the to be the first in my family to go to the Ivy League, but then to be one of a few Mustangs at East High School to go to the Ivy League, that's me leaving my legacy and I'm hoping to help other Mustangs attend Ivy League starting next year, so. Ooh, I miss y'all. This is this is kind of bittersweet for me because my first year in, but it's like I feel like I know y'all like all my life. Didn't feel like this was like a meant to be kind of thing. This whole family and just everything is something I'll never forget. But as graduation is coming up for the both of you, what are some final words you would like to give to your East High family? Continue to do what you're doing, stay motivated, y'all. I know y'all probably have heard me say that a million times this year, but senioritis is real. And it's been so real, especially in a pandemic in this virtual world, but stay motivated. If you have your goals in mind, like keep your goals what they are, never change your goals. The path might change, but don't change the goals. Stay motivated, continue to do what you do and just 
make it to the end. My parting words to my Mustangs would be, <sighs> my high school career has been full of just ups and downs, sides and sides, here's and there's. And one thing I wish I told myself going through it is embrace that change. Change is inevitable, it's going to happen, but I wish I would have embraced it rather than going against it every single time. And with that change, just loved it. I just I just wished I loved it and embraced it, but also loved myself in the process and learned to love to change. And I feel like that would have made my high school experience, it was great, but I, I feel like it would have made it better. But also, one thing I also leave y'all with is, Live for you and your values and your morals. Don't, do not um, give your morals up, give your values up for someone else, for something else, for a whole school. Do not do that. Live for you. Love it. Do not, do not do that. Live for you. Love it. If people do not agree with what you're saying, I will. If that's what you believe in, if that's, if that's what you stand for, stand 10 toes down on it, and you'll be amazing. There was some, some words of wisdom right there. But, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, so she sounded like she said memorials. That's funny. But you always know how we end the show. So instead of me saying it, I'm going to let you all take it away. So once a Mustang... Always, Always must <laughs> And have a great summer, guys. We'll see you next year. Bye. Class 2021 out. Woo! Yes. <laughs>